Alan Lee. Welcome to Behind the Fiction. Oh, hey, thanks for having me. You know, I used to listen to you on Author Biz uh, a while ago, and so this is a treat to talk with you. Uh, it's a treat to talk with you because you made a claim in the, at the back of the first book of yours that I ever read. Um, something to the effect that I'm going to be your favorite author. Yeah. I, I would not say that you're my favorite author, but you are in the top two or three. Oh, good. I am. Uh, I love this. The two series that you have, and I think there were maybe three or four books into the McKinsey um, into the McKinsey series mm-hmm. when I started reading it, and uh, just I loved it. I am. I am a an old-time reader of crime fiction books. Uh, Spencer books are right in my wheelhouse, and there's a lot of Spencer in uh, McKenzie August. There is a lot of Spencer. Sometimes I worry I made him one inch too close to Spencer. (laughs) He seems to be getting further away as books go on. Good. I love Robert Parker. He's He's on my Mount Rushmore of crime writers. And so when I sat down to write, I something in this cousin of Rob of Spencer came out. Uh-huh. And um yeah, I mean you've got I, I was telling someone about your books the other day, and if you just described the characters, they would be okay, this sounds like every other PI series I've ever read in my life. There's a tough guy PI, he's got a tough guy buddy, there's a beautiful girl, but it goes just way deeper than that. You you've created a, a world and people who are so interesting that readers just want to spend time with them. So I, I got a sense like early on that you had a plan with this series that w- went beyond just, I'm going to tell mystery stories. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the, I, one of the reasons why this genre is still around, I think is because the, the main character is not just a man or, or a woman that is going through life, but life kind of goes through them. Um, when they show up, everything kind of changes more so, I think, than in other genres. Um, a, a, a private detective or a sleuth, somebody in this um, genre always has something about them that's unusual and different and makes people kind of sit up. When, when, um, when uh, Lee Child started writing Jack Reacher, he made him like, I don't, he's like six, eight or something. He's enormous. And that's just a very easy way of making when Jack Reacher walks in the room, people kind of sit back and they get a little uncomfortable. And a private detective does that too. And the best ones, in my opinion, have this code, have this way of living that's different from everybody else. And it makes the people around them um, better. Um, It's a good thing when your hero shows up for the other characters. And that's what I'm trying to do. And so you have this heroic character who's also flawed because that, why not? That makes it interesting. And then the other characters, they're all flawed in, in their own certain way, some, some more than others. Um, but you've got this cast of characters that's, that's both obvious and brilliantly clever. 
So you've well, got the yeah. sheriff. There's always got to be a sheriff or someone in law enforcement. Yeah. Who's a, who's a part of the deal, but you know, she's a little bit different. That's right. She, she doesn't quite fit the mold. Does she? She is, um, she's good at her job, but she's where she is kind of because of her face. Um, and she's good, but the reason that she can do her job other than men her age is because we like to look at her. And um, that doesn't mean she's bad at her job, but that's why she's winning elections. And that's just a little bit off. It's just a little bit out of the cookie cutter, mm-hmm. you know, because all these crime novels always have a sheriff. And a lot of the time they're the same. And she's close but just a little different. And I think those are nice touches that a a good book can do. Yeah. And another character that you have taken on to his own series, sort of, you know, with some of the other characters that are involved in the McKinsey August series is uh, Manny Martinez, who is, I've never seen a character like Manny Martinez before. (laughs) He, you know, he kind of plays the hawk role. He's, he's a a tough guy that just can't be beaten, but he's completely different. You know, it's funny. I I just released a book recently called these mortals and um, Manny has been growing in personality um, since book one for a while. He was only a sidekick and he kept getting kind of bigger and larger than life. And when you have a, a main character <clears throat> like Mackenzie August, who's also bigger and larger than life, suddenly having two of them in uh, one book is tricky because you need an, uh, like a lead alpha. And so when you have two of them in one book, I realized writing this novel that, oh, this is, this is a little bit, um, he's gotten bigger, man. He is, is more important now. And he's very much, when he enters the scene, he changes things. And so when you have two of those characters, you have to have one of them willing to take a back seat. One of them needs to put the other one forward if, if the scene and the story is going to work. And I, I, you know, sometimes characters just do things beyond your control. And uh, Manny does that with McKenzie. He takes a back seat to his best friend because he loves him so much, even though he is an impressive guy. Um, and that made me like him even more. Mm-hmm. He, he's just, he's a wonderful character. And then we can't, there, there's a, the female lead, Veronica Summers, we can't really get into much detail about her because, you know, we, we want you to start reading the series from the beginning and, you know, it, she's, she evolves or, or we learn about her story um, as, as we go through the books, but what a fantastic um, character she is. What, what oh, is the reaction of, of readers to, to her? You know, it's funny. I, um, I told my mother she couldn't read the McKinsey series because, uh, you know, it's just kind of some of the bad guys use language. I don't want my mother to see me, you know, using. Um, so I went back and wrote a desecration of all saints, which goes back around. It's a standalone, but it takes place mm-hmm. kind of around book one. And I, I asked her to, to read it and let me know what she thought. And in this book, the, the love interest, her name is Veronica, it's Ronnie, she, um, she's a mess, but the readers love her anyway. And so I gave the, like maybe the second draft to my mother and said, tell me what you think. And she was halfway through and said, I'm not sure if I'm going to finish this because I hate Ronnie so much. Um, 
because she was so, um, you know, she and Mackenzie just kind of orbit each other and just me- just mess each other's life up in good ways and, and some bad. But I had not introduced my mother to Ronnie in book one. She was jumping into this book. Mm-hmm. And Ronnie, when she first meets Mackenzie, is, is very sweet and charming. And then it just gets a little bit out of hand. And so meeting Ronnie is, uh, if you don't know her, she's, she's a lot. And she's, you know, she's a broken character and um, not everybody likes her. Um, I like her so much, but I get a lot of emails that are like, I could do, McKinsey needs someone who's just so sweet and nice, but that's not who he fell in love with. No, and I, I love Ronnie. Do you? Good. Yes, the character. I, I can't remember what, which book it was, but it, it could have closed her out of the, the, this book could have closed her out of the series. And I'm, I, I got the next book and I'm like, I hope she's in there early on or I'm going to be really disappointed. And she was, okay. she was on like the third page. Like, okay, she's, she's still around. So I had um, my newest book without going into it too much. I had um, a lot of the women have to save the day. The men fail. And most of the subplots, women save the day. And I, I really like that about Ronnie. She, um, she just had to handle things herself. She doesn't need a man in this particular one. And I loved it. Yep. Well, I am, I am about halfway through that right now. So you, a little bit of a spoiler alert. For oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm very much enjoying it. I do, I do have a bone to pick with you. And I kind of warned you about this. Okay. At the end of book five, I, okay. I read like the second to last chapter. I'm like, what a great ending. This is amazing. And then there was another chapter and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened, but surely the next book is right around the corner. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then it was not. Yeah. No. I, I probably won't do that again. Um, I got a lot of mail and I thought it was because the book ends and the story's over but then I, it's kind of like almost like an ep, uh, prologue into the next book, just to yeah. let you know, let you know all is not well. Um, and I won't do it again. I didn't realize how angry uh, people need a certain, I think people like my books is, um, it's just a fun place to visit. And I'll tell you about what Jerry Seinfeld has taught me in a, a few minutes, but, um, people want to close the book and kind of smile. And I think I took that away from them and I won't do it again. Yeah. In, in, in my case, that certainly happened. And so, but I mean, the good thing is that for me, like once a week, I would go out to Amazon and search on Alan Lee just, oh. to see, to see, okay, where, where's the new book? 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 And all of a sudden there's a Sinatra book yeah. and I'm like, what is up with this? And I'm like, I am not reading this book. All right, fine. I'm going to read it. And then I read it and loved it. It's like, oh, I hope he does more of these books. <laughs> yeah. That book was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. Sinatra is just a really cool character. You want to give a little bit of um, a flavor of Sinatra? Sure. So it's kind of based on a friend of mine. Um, I have a friend who um, was born in America but was quickly, uh, so he's an American, but his parents weren't, they were kind of here illegally and they were deported. And so he grew up 
in um, Guatemala for much of his life before returning. And now everybody's here from his family. But he has such an appreciation for the country he lives in. He loves America and buys American and um, has just taught me a lot about what it means to be patriotic. And so um, I, Manny is, is similar. He has a deep and profound appreciation for America. And he only will buy American cars and all of his clothes are made in America. And he, it doesn't matter who's in the white house for him. That person deserves a lot of respect. Um, and he is willing, he's, he says, um, a couple, he said a few things that I love that just kind of fall out into the computer and I don't know where they come from. He says, um, I don't have much in this world. So when America asks me to bleed, I will. And um, he is a patriot and he's also a beautiful man. He just was born perfect and he knows it. And he's a, he loves America and then he loves himself. <laughs> that's, that's a great summary of, of that particular character. And in the series, in the uh, Sinatra series, and so Manny is Sinatra. He takes on the name Sinatra in the, in the first book of the series. You yeah. paired him with um, a woman who is like the exact opposite of him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And she's, um, and she's a Mormon too. And he uh, doesn't exactly know what he is. And so those two um, clash um, and uh, don't always get along, but they're, but they're such good friends. And he doesn't know how he feels about being friends with her but she's becoming one of his best friends, although he would never admit it. And those scenes are so fun to write. I'm in the middle of writing another Sinatra book right now. And mm -hmm. I just, uh, here's a brief spoiler. Uh, Manny gets kind of drugged and he tells Beck, uh, Noel Beck, you know, no, I just think you're beautiful. And she's like, maybe, maybe you shouldn't speak for a little while. And it's just so great. I love it. I read I, last night I was reading and I got to the scene where he and Beck were talking about being friends or she was talking about okay. how they were friends. And that was, that was a laugh out loud, funny scene for me. Good. I, I am not an especially funny man, but Sinatra is, he's great. Yep. So in, in the McKenzie August series, you put him in impossible situations and that as a writer, you know, you, you're told, well, let's put your character in the worst possible situation and then get him out. But I don't know that I've ever seen anyone put people in such consistently awful situations as, as you do with uh, McKenzie. <laughs> well, what fun is a book if your hero is not in physical danger, but also, um, you know, there's peril to his soul um, where he his he is forced to become really good friends with drug dealers and um who are going to challenge who he is you know are you are you can you stick to this because we want our heroes we don't want them to suffer but we kind of need them to suffer to find out this is what you believe this is who you are but are you really um so getting back to um robert parker spencer Mm -hmm. Robert Parker Spencer 
uh, he taught me a lot when I was a teenager about love. So I happened to be reading one of his, maybe I was in college and I was reading one where Spencer's girlfriend, Susan leaves and he and Spencer's broken up and he is drinking too much. And he's, I think he's leaning his head on the window and someone says, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to move on? And Spencer says, you know, and he's kind of thinking out loud. I didn't, I don't love Susan because she loves me back. I love her because I love her and she's left me, but that, I don't know if that changes anything. And that was a profound thing for me as a, as a young man to be like, Oh, this is, this is what unconditional love looks like. And Spencer is who he is and the world can't change that. And so our heroes need to be in situations where they have to prove that over and over. So yeah, that's part of what makes it fun. Yeah. That's um, that I remember that book and it seemed like it took them a couple of books to get back together. And yeah. There's you know, a, those were, those were the ones that stick with you though. The, the ones where he and Susan were apart and dealing with all of that. That's right. So what's, what's Spencer is a kind of, you know, we, we've talked about how they're similar and, and, the sense of humor, things like that, the, you know, the, the smart aleck comments, both your character and, and Robert B. Parker's character have that. But Spencer is never put in the kind of jeopardy that uh, McKenzie's put in. I mean, he's, you know, he's occasionally in jeopardy, but it, there's never this sense that how's he going to get out of this? He just, you know, he's, he's going to get out of it. He's Hawk's going to shoot somebody and yeah. it, it's going to be fine. Um, I, I don't get that sense. And that's in one of the ways I think your series is different than the Spencer series is most of the time I'm reading the situation that McKenzie's in and I'm like, I have no idea how he's going to get out of this. I know he will because there's more than likely going to be another book, but I have no idea how it's going to happen. Yeah. How do you, how do you, when you think of these situations, how do you, I, you know, I think back to book five and I can't remember the title of it, but you know, the, the battle, you know, the fighting mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. don't want to give away too much of that, but how do you even come up with this stuff? Um, so that's funny. Uh, a friend of mine finished book four. And uh, he wrote me a letter and said, I, I love these books. And I, and I was kind of plotting through book five. And he said, but you know what I would love? I would love it if McKenzie hit more people. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when McKenzie hits people. And so I thought, wow, we can do that. And so book five is, is about this um, kind of blood sport tournament. And um, there's a little bit of John Wick influence in there. I love the movies, John Wick. And um, I kind of... I knew in order for McKinsey to truly get Ronnie, his love interest, that he had to, there, he had to earn her, but also she had to earn him. And um, we as a reader, even if we don't know it, we kind of need that. We need the people we care about to earn their happiness. And so um, he was going to suffer for her. And she was going to suffer for him and they're going to kind of have to save each other. And um, one of the things about Spencer is he's so, he's so perfect. 
He's so big and larger than life that he truly is really never in danger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, we're never, we're never worried at all. I don't even, I rarely can remember him even bleeding. I don't even know if he bleeds. Um, so mine's a little bit more human, I think. Um, have you read uh, Robert Crace? Um, oh, yeah. His, um, I'm, cu- I'm curious. I think most people like Spencer a little bit more. Is Elvis Cole, am I remembering? Yeah, it's Elvis Cole and Joe Pike. That's right. Why do we like Spencer a little bit more? I think one of the reasons is because he has – He's a long-term committed relationship with Susan um, that uh, I don't know why, but it's funny. We keep talking about Spencer, but there's lots of good ones. We oh, just yes. mm-hmm. latch on to certain people. And I think Spencer has higher ideals. He's, a, he's more of a – we like his morals and scruples a little better. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, the Elvis Cole series is a, a – a good comparison to that. And, and again, you've got the tough guy, although Elvis is not that much of a tough guy. The tough guy is Joe Pike. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's the same kind of thing, but you're right. I mean, with Elvis, there are, there are different r- romantic relationships uh, that mm-hmm. happen. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I don't know. I've never really thought about why, and I love them both, but I, mm-hmm. If if I was given the new Spencer book and the new um, Elvis book, I would read the Spencer book first. Me too. Yeah. Are you reading um, the the new authors carrying on Spencer? Yes, yeah. I am. I have not read um, I have not read the westerns, mm. but I've I've read the uh, well. Yeah. I'm just thinking I, of all the Robert Parker books. So right. I, in my mind, they're all Spencer books. It's just, you know, here's, this is Spencer right. in the West and here's Spencer as a woman. That's Sonny <laughs> Randall. And, right. and then there's the actual um, Spencer books. I, I think, and I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. I, I think he's done a great job with, with that series. Is it Ace? I think. Ace Atkins. Ace yeah. Atkins. Yes. I read one and I liked it. Um, but Somehow you knew that's not Robert Parker writing it, even though I thought he did a fine job. Um, but I think for me, I don't, this is cheesy, but it's, I think I'd, I'd like for him to stay in my mind the way he was. I understand that. Yes. I, uh, one that I have not gotten into that much is um, Jesse Stone. I love the Jesse Stone series because mm-hmm. Jesse was such a damaged person. Yeah. And they've been through a couple writers with that. Um, I, I understand that the second one is better, but I, I, I lost it with the, with the first one. Yeah. So who else, who else did you read as growing up that, uh, in, in the genre? Uh, I grew up with a, a father who likes, um, these mystery books. So I, he would, he would hand me, um, Mike Hammer, Mickey Spillane, mm-hmm. uh, Raymond Chandler. Um, oh no. Who's <laughs> Raymond Chandler? I forget who who wrote Raymond. Who anyway? I liked you know the Big Sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, Myron Bolitar. Um, I think I he's a pre- yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I just picked up. Um, it's not the same, but I just picked up Mark Dawson finally, and I'm, I'm enjoying his prose. Um, have, are, are you reading the, uh, the cleaner series or something? Yeah, he, the cleaner he, he had the cleaner and then there was a female character that I liked yeah. a little bit more than the, do you? Okay. yes, 
I really, I really enjoyed that series. And then it had a spinoff series. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of good stuff out there. And it I is. Had, when I was in at BoucherCon um, last fall, I had the opportunity to sit down with a bunch of old guys like me, and we were just talking about old series. Mm-hmm. And this was the kind of thing where you could, I couldn't remember the title. I couldn't remember the author. I could describe a little bit of a scene and everybody at the table knew what the book was. Okay. And that was a, that was a fun, a fun evening. Yeah. Those, there are certain things that matter to us. And I think they have a lot more to do with the character than the story. Usually um, yes. if we can describe a character and kind of his attitude and outlook on life. Like, Oh, definitely. You know, that's, I mean, we don't have to take long describing James Bond before we know. And I love the James Bond books. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read most of those that we just, oh, of course, that's James Bond. And you don't have to uh, tweak that too much before that's somebody else. And we can, oh, you're talking about Dirk Pitt. You know, we, these are, these are people who matter to us because we've we kind of learned about ourselves a little bit through the good ones. Well, what's the best place for people to learn more about you and your books? Probably just Amazon right now. Um, I don't. I don't keep up with my web page like I should. That's, that's, no one does. So yeah, don't feel bad about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can find me on Facebook or on Amazon, Alan Lee, and um, yeah, that's that's the best place for me. Okay, so the first book is August Origins. The great right. place to get started. Um, the books are in Kindle Unlimited. You do have a box set, I think, of the first four books as well. So I do the first three. Would you? So would you say read uh, August first or Sinatra? I would say August. I, I would too. Although okay. I, I actually recommended to somebody who doesn't read in this genre the other day, I recommended um, Sinatra first because I thought that might hook them more. Um, yeah. You know, for if, if you like reading in this genre, you're going to love the August series and just the way it's structured and the way it goes. Mm-hmm. And then you'll you'll find that, you know, Manny deserves his own series, just like Joe Pike got his own series. That's right. I, have, I haven't read a Joe Pike novel. Have you? I have. I've read them all. They're very good. And to a, I think I actually like them more than the Elvis series. Oh, okay. That's I'm sold. I I will pick it up. Yep. So this has been great. It's, it's a pleasure to actually make your acquaintance. I, I uh, was, was very pleased when I messaged you out of the blue on Facebook one day and, and just told you how much I enjoyed the books and you knew who I was, which shocked the heck out of me. So that I did. I made my day. Well, thanks. I'm glad. <laughs> well, thank you for being here today. It's nice to virtually meet you. And uh, for you guys out there, give this series a try. August Origins is book one. There is a box set for the first few. And I, I think you're going to like these books. Thanks well, for being here. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs>